On today's show, focus creates reality. So, what are you thinking? You're listening to Action Podcast with Gina Baxter and Paul Bailey. Action Podcast is your weekly source of inspiration and motivation for taking consistent action in your life. For a full archive of all of our shows, visit us at actionpodcast.com or to comment, pop over to Facebook at facebook.com forward slash action podcast. Paul, hi, how are you? I'm good, Gina. How are you doing? Very good. Very good, thank you. I've had a very interesting week, some fascinating results from clients, which has been really rewarding. Cool. Uh, And I've been learning a lot from that myself as well. Mm. So that's something I thought would be great to share with you and listeners too. Yeah, absolutely. What's been going on? Well, I've been doing a lot of work with a guy called Darren Eden. Um, We've spoken about him before. Yeah www.darreneden.com and he does an eight-month training about premises, the hero's journey, the strategies that we use and the beliefs um, that we think are are real based on our our thoughts and feelings. So it's been a fantastic course and I've been incorporating a lot of what I've learned in my uh, coaching sessions as well. Okay. And one of the structures that he uses are premises, which are kind of not absolute truths, but they certainly underpin a lot of the training. And one of the premises that um, I have been putting into action myself and also with clients is focus creates reality. Okay, yeah. Um, it's, it sounds very much uh, like a lot of personal development um comments before about what you know what you actually think about and what you do is is actually what you know you 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 work towards because a lot of the time people Mm. who are stuck in a rut are more focused on the fact that they are in the rut Mm. therefore Mm. they stay in it so you know the focus creates reality is all is in my eyes and please you know update me after yeah. been, um the the, the, yeah. the what you focus on if you want to fo- if you want something good to happen you do need to focus on and work towards it yeah absolutely i think we do tend to focus on that you know you could be a client of mine has just left his job yes and he was very very much focused every week on the things that he hated about the job <laughs> didn't like it Every week we say, well, what would you love to be doing? Let's focus on that. Let's see what steps you can take to that. But he kept getting pulled back into focusing on aspects that he didn't like instead of his desired end result. And we've, we've spoken about that before in previous podcasts, really identifying what you love and then focusing on that. And um, what he found difficult and what, what most of us find difficult is that we start to ask ourselves the how question. Mm. You know, how am I going to get that new relationship? How am I going to get that new job? Yeah, and it's those, it's the the horrible inner voice, isn't it, that perks yeah. up and starts chatting away to you. And quite often people find that actually their inner voice turns out to be a, a parent or a, a loved one or even an ex. Mm. <laughs> that, that <laughs> oh, yes, says, definitely. Yeah, that says, <laughs> you can't do that. That's not going to work. You have to stick with what you're doing. You can't just mm. keep quitting, rah, rah, rah. And it, mm. it really does... Um, put the brakes on you going for actually something that you love and that you would be passionate about and you end up mm. stuck in that cycle that rut of well I, I have to continue doing this job because otherwise I won't get any money 
Yeah. And you've yeah. almost got blinkers on at that point, haven't you? It's unbelievable. I mean, I, we've, I think we've all been there. Our focus is so much on survival. All the fun goes out and then we get into that little, you know, chicken coop and, and we get stuck in the chicken coop and forget that we're actually, you know, we can be free range humans as well. So um, it was fascinating working with him because we gradually shifted his focus and we looked back to childhood and we looked at some intuitive work on how he could be leading a more passionate life. Unfortunately, he hasn't got kids to look after. He hasn't got any uh, family commitment. So he had the time, energy and money to really focus on what he loved. Yes. Which was beautiful because so often we, we have those memories of, oh, yeah, I used to love dancing. I used to love this. And then we think, oh, no, how could I ever make money out of anything I love? So how did you help him battle with his own sort of uh, brake system that was telling him he couldn't do it, he wouldn't do it? What was the tool or technique? I mean, you mentioned sort of intuitive work, but mm. what is, was that what, what changed his mind? Was that what helped him move past that point? What, what was really the key factor here? I think there were two key factors um, with him particularly. He kept getting sick right. and he realized that his body was actually telling him something. I get the hell out. Uh, so that was a very big motivating factor for him because he was getting very depressed. He was on antidepressants, I think, for a while and he was just going nowhere fast. Yes. So we looked at his beliefs around what he'd love to do and what were the things or stories that he'd actually made up. And often it's, you know, I can't make money doing what I love. I'm not good enough. Um, I need to control my life. Um, and then what will other people think? I, he was, um, had quite controlling parents still, even though he was in his late twenties, he was still very much dancing to their tune, right. trying to please other people. So we, we gradually accessed all the beliefs that he'd made up and all the thoughts and feelings that he thought were quite real, which again were just stories he told himself. And we gradually identified what he wanted to do and he'd actually always wanted to be a vet. Okay. And so we went from, this is impossible, he's an accountant at the moment actually, so quite a turnaround because it would mean, you know, quite a few more years study. Yeah, absolutely. But he's still young enough to do that. And also, luckily for him, he has got the financial resources. Mm. So each week I would get him to focus only that weekend on doing what he loved, just as a, as a simple practical exercise. So, you know, he hadn't really spent much time out in nature. He hadn't been to the sea for a long time. There were friends that he hadn't seen for a long time because he got addicted to the work pattern. Yes. So gradually... You know, we, we kind of we got him into starting to do things that he'd love. So any time he'd slip back to, no, I've got to be working, blah, blah, blah. I got him to ask himself, what would I love? What would I really love to do now that would excite me and make me feel really alive? And he, could, he couldn't actually think when we first started the coaching <laughs> sessions. <laughs> yeah, because you, you haven't usually allowed yourself to think that. So how, no. you can't just suddenly turn it on. You actually have to almost work up to it, don't you? You, you really do. It's almost like, you know, I've noticed this in myself in, in the past that I'd almost have to give myself permission to have fun when yes. I got into that work thing. So it, it's actually saying, yeah, I'm, I'm allowed to have fun. And almost talking to that inner child, I'd say to him, you know, what would seven-year-old, you know, inside of you love to do now? Have a little chat to him 
and let him speak to you. And invariably, the seven-year-old wants to play, wants to chat with people, wants mm. to have nice food. It's all simple things that actually, as adults, we love doing as well. But often we use the strategy of work and burying ourselves and, and being quite aloof in that to avoid our pain because we believe we can't have what we'd love. Yeah, it's it's um, a very sorry state of affairs that we, we can, can sort of get ourselves trapped into mm. when really if we just gave ourselves permission to dream mm. and take those small steps, you know, not, not necessarily talking about just quitting your day job and off you go, no. but start doing things in the evenings and at weekends, getting involved mm-hmm. with other people that are, you know, interested in the same sort of thing, learning about the topic educating yourself about what needs to be done and having it as a little sort of mini project of its own right you know this is this is what you do to have mm. fun because this is what you're passionate about mm. um and and giving yourself the the privilege of the time to actually you know learn more about it investigate it meet new people and and just go with the flow a little bit totally i think that's it you know it often change is far too scary because we believe that we have to like accomplish it in 10 minutes which is impossible we've been in one kind of structure you know for many years some of us especially work structure or relationship structure it's not serving us and so it is about taking that you know we always talk about taking those baby steps towards doing things slowly getting out there meeting other people that may be doing things that you love as well and just acknowledging what you love and another great um tip i have for him as well was to start journaling but not journaling as what was happening now but journaling and imagining that he was living the life that he'd love to lead because mm. a little way into the sessions he was getting a real flavor of like where he'd like to live the kind of lifestyle he'd like to have so i would get him to write his journal so he his, he wanted to live by the sea so he'd start in the morning and say got up took the dogs for a walk, he wanted to have some dogs, went for a jog along the beach, came back, had some, you know, breakfast, met up with my girlfriend. And even though he didn't actually now have any of those things, because his focus was on those, energetically he's giving energy to his end results and the lifestyle that he'd love. And I know it it probably sounds to a lot of people, well, that's just, you know, oh, how on earth is that going to create anything? No. But but trust me, it does work because he is now living by the sea. Well, I, I think that it, it doesn't magically create it for you. Absolutely, it doesn't do mm. that. But that kind of, of thinking is your way of giving yourself permission mm. to focus on it and then take action that will move you towards it. And as you said, mm. when you first asked him what he, want, what he was passionate about, he couldn't answer you because he's mm. never allowed himself to ask that and answer that question and by Mm. imagining what would it be like to live my dream to do that it it suddenly starts to make it easier to think oh well Mm. actually that part of it i can do if i just do a b and c and then i will have achieved that small part of it Mm. and with other segments you know you may need a, a, a lot more steps but at least you've got a couple of things that you dream about that you want to do they suddenly become uh, uh, so much more real that you can actually see the path and the steps to take to move towards it. Yeah, that's beautifully put because the steps do reveal themselves. It's almost like a magical, you know, um, 
stones across a river you know you don't necessarily see the next one but then the mist clears and then you see the next one we don't have to know exactly how we're going to get there but the most important thing is to engage our will because it's, it's all very well having the imagination but you know if we don't engage our will to take action towards what we love and a passionate life then we just remain fantasists yes and it yeah. becomes even more frustrating so it's very important to engage the will absolutely brilliant so i think just in summary what we're saying here is that if you are finding yourself in a situation where you're focusing on how bad things are how everything's in your way how you just wish it would be different then maybe you're just not giving yourself permission to dream and to to allow that to happen a bit of journaling a bit of imagining of what it is you actually want because chances are you you're not even sure yourself what you would like in in place of this bad situation that you're currently in and by working out what it is that you want in place of that you can then slowly chip away at it and start moving towards that dream yeah brilliant yes fantastic well we'll put a link to darren eden um, on our website and um if you have experienced this or if you've got any advice or hints or tips that you'd like to share with the rest of our listeners then please do visit us at actionpodcast.com have a look at our website there and get in touch with us or join us on facebook we've got quite a few people on there now it's quite an active crowd that we've got so facebook.com mm. forward slash action podcast and we would love 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 you to send us a voicemail we've now got a little voicemail widget on yes. our website on the right hand side there's a little tag that says send a voicemail and uh, it will allow you to record your voice and send it straight off to us at Action Podcast. And I would really love to hear from you. Yes, absolutely. That's exciting. Brilliant. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Gina. You take care. Speak to you soon. Take care. Bye now.